Welcome back, everybody, to our Halloween double feature spooktacular. Ooh. We are releasing two episodes today, which is something we've never done before. So this is basically just kind of a harken to that old grindhouse B-budget style where you would go to the movie theater and see two movies, like a double feature at the same time, but make it spooky. And that's what we're doing today. Here as well, insert some spooky noises if I can find Ooh. them. I didn't oh, find any. So uh, moving on. I, I thought you wanted me. I thought you wanted me to make the noises. <laughs> uh, I have Rika with me today. Y'all remember Rika from the episode that we did before together? I don't. I don't. You you don't remember yourself? No. I'm Shit. kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm here. This is taking the, a the, different turn. The witch herself is here. Is is uh is memory loss? Is that spooky? I don't think that's spooky enough. I mean, I don't know. I feel like deja vu is a thing in like, um, or not deja vu. Um, I feel like that's a thing in horror movies, right? Yeah. Where you wake up and you don't remember anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know if that's the angle I want to go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a witch. I'm cute. That's all so, I have to say. Yeah. So if you were, so you're a witch, are you like the uh, little witch academia witches? Is that... Yeah. I, I have a costume. I have the wands in my hand right now. Um, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm definitely not Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I mean, I would hope not because that would be no, weird. no, yeah, Harry Potter. Uh... So yeah, we're we're doing two back to back episodes. This is the first episode, a little bit of a shorter format than normal. Um, same fun content as always, but this year's Halloween theme is going to be vampire theme. So this episode. We're going to be talking about Blood, the Last Vampire. You'll have to tune in to the second half or the second episode or I guess read the title of it probably to find out what we're doing in part two. But part one is me and Rika talking about Blood, the Last Vampire. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, I have to apologize because I kept saying Vampire Hunter D and I don't know why I get the two confused so much. I I don't I even know what that is. It's another 90s vampire OVA movie thing. Um, mm. It's... It reminds me a lot of uh, Helsing is kind of the vibe. That mm, it's very okay. different to this one. So I was very shocked when we started watching this. Um, didn't enjoy my experience, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I loved, like, I I loved like it. There's just so much context that wasn't involved in this. I It's because cause I, was, I was looking at it. They wanted to do three OVAs, but they did not have the budget. And they ended up just doing the middle part and giving a, theat a theatrical release. It's what ended up happening. Um, I know a little bit because I did. I love Blood Plus, and that's basically after this, like a couple years after this, they did Blood Plus, and that's like an anime. It's like it's very different. It has the same character, like it's like Saya. Is that her name? Saya. Yes, Saya. Yeah, you know she's in it. Like there's one part, and this is going a little forward, but one part where she kills like a, you know, she's dropping blood on the vampire, and they like react. That's like the main premise of Blood Plus. So where her blood basically kills other vampires. So it, it's, it's what they could do, right? I feel like they didn't have the budget. They couldn't do what they wanted to do. They were kind of limited. Um, it's Blood Plus where that meme on Twitter came. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say meme, but it was like a video that was circulating on Twitter. And it does usually around Halloween every I year. Think, but it's like the most violent anime of all time. And it's like this big white blob that's like ripping people's heads off. Is that Blood that, Plus? I think that's, I think that's C Plus. I heard that's terrible. Um, I okay. think. Too many yeah, that's like, names stuff. 
Well, no, that, that it's still technically the same series, but it's not good yeah. from what I heard. It yeah, really violent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Blood Plus is violent too, but um, yeah, yeah. This it, one was I feel like this one could have done with a smidge more violence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were parts. I mean, do we want to go through this the story in order or? I kind of. We should probably do like a little synopsis of it. So yeah. Essentially, we have our main character who they just kind of introduce you to and they set up they set up this really interesting thing at the beginning but they never follow up on it and it really pisses me off it was probably part of one of the other ovas um but she's hunting down monsters that they give a name but they're basically vampires yeah um it's just like they can look like normal humans but then when they get in distress they turn into like bat monster creature things and in the beginning of the movie, she's on a mission to kill one on a train. And after she kills him, her like um, assistant operative people come in and basically say one of the guys is like, I don't think this was a vampire, but they don't go anywhere with that storyline. Like. They just kind of well, drop it. I, I think I think with that, it's just like. Because a lot of this, because throughout the movie, you see her attack a lot of people like like if you see other characters, see her try to kill people and they're like, why are you trying to kill a person? I think it's some of the horrors, like, you know, it's kind of like that. Um, it, it's weird. I mean, I think it also makes you wonder if they really are, because later on you do see her kill someone. I don't know because if, if, if it's because they're mid-transforming, but you do see them, like, deformed, like that one lady finds them. So I don't know. I, well, for me, it, it really... What i is that, like, when they die, they revert back to that bat form. And since that, the person that she kills on the train at the very beginning... Well, doesn't revert back to the bat form that she accidentally killed a human, which I thought would have like ramifications maybe. later in the story, but it doesn't. I don't know. I I just I just think they're really close to transforming, in that one other part where you see them turn back into vampire, because they look like they were almost half human, half vampire in that sequence. I don't know. It's a little confusing, but like I said, they're supposed to do more. There is like three light novels. There is like two video games, like based on this in particular, like not Blood Plus, but like the last vampire. So I'm sure there's more context that you can still go find. Um, I think well, those OVAs this, were basically turned into books. So this um, OVA gives zero context. Yeah, and it's it's 45 minutes of chaos because I love it though. She, she goes immediately. Well, she has a conversation with her operative guys, and then they put her undercover in a school on a mm-hmm. U.S. military base um, because there's a couple of vampire monsters that are attacking people there, and one of the thing, one of the really unique things about this movie that actually threw both of us for a yes. loop is yes. that there's no English dub for this movie, but there's characters that speak English because yes. it takes place on a U.S. well primarily on a U.S. military base, yes. so there's a lot of Americans. 1966. So, yeah, so it's the Americans are speaking English, but the Japanese people are speaking Japanese, and there's no dub where the Japanese people speak English or the English people speak yes. Japanese. It very much reminded me of there. There was a really small bit in Evangelion where they did that, where like the yeah. U.S. Marine forces were like coming to help them with I something. Mean, but at least then there was Japanese subtitles, so it, it the context in my brain clicked that they were supposed to be speaking English there, no matter what language you're watching it in. But this was just weird. Like, did was there Japanese subtitles for the English speaking parts, like when it normally released? I don't, I, I honestly don't, I don't know. 
But all I know is that I, I was watching it, watching it. All of a sudden, they're speaking Japanese, and there's no subtitles. I was very confused. I was like, is there something wrong? Is there something wrong with my version? <laughs> um, well, I thought that I was having a flashback, because if if you guys haven't listened to the last episode that me and Rika did together, this, the same thing happened. Well, not the same thing, but something similar happened to me when we were watching Fatal Fury. It just It randomly switched to the Japanese dub for, me <laughs> for like three minutes and then back to the English dub. And <laughs> it was just very bizarre. It was for one full scene. Yeah. So I I was like, oh, God, is that happening to me again? But no, Rika told me, like, no, there is no English, like straight English or straight Japanese dub. Like, it's a hybrid language movie. Yeah. Really unique, honestly. I do like that. But like the, well, another movie, another anime, you always have the English that's just like, it's so bad. Like, oh, like an American person comes in an anime that's very Japanese. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and they're like from America and they love burgers. Um, was, but this is very, yeah, but this is very different. Um, I remember there was a popular anime a few years ago where one of the characters was canonically British, but like the voice actress playing her was Japanese and just trying to do like an English British accent. <laughs> and it was God awful. Like it was horrendous, but it, it sounds like they at least got native English speakers in this movie. They're not yeah. the greatest actors. Well, like actors, the, but yeah, like the two main characters, um, which, okay. The guy who looks like he's from ghost in the show. Cause yeah, this is actually by, this is by the same people. Um, he, I think he has the same voice actor too, which is kind of funny. I think he, he sounds just like the same guy from Ghost in the Show. I swear. Um, Barto. But yeah, I have not seen Ghost in the Show forever, so I don't remember honestly. The the big the guy with the weird eyes, the big muscle guy. The guy that looks like I would want to sleep with him. Oh, okay. Is that who you're talking about? Probably <laughs> from from Ghost in the Show. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's Bartow. I, me and Lori did that, and that mm-hmm. that episode will be coming out November, December. We're a little bit backlogged on episodes right now. I apologize. <laughs> I got a lot of recording done in my free time. Yeah, um, I did. <laughs> but but essentially, since the movie is half English and half Japanese, there's some kind of weird spots because well, most of the characters either speak one or the other. But there's one well, character in particular that speak well. I guess there's two characters that speak both English and Japanese. Well, three. Well, no. No, I guess that one guy looks like Ghost in the Shell doesn't speak Japanese, does he? No, he never did. Not that I know. No. Okay. It was just, it was our main character and the fucking school nurse for some reason, who I'm convinced that well, she is the real main character of this movie because she got more screen time than anybody. Yeah, kind of. Um, But yeah, I, but I, I like it because I like how, you know, those characters are bilingual and I think that's cool. Right, the fact that like once they sw- once one person was like, oh, once the nurse was like, oh, like she was asking what language she spoke, I was like, oh, it clicked in my brain. Okay, that's what they're going for. Yeah. Um, and I I, th- I thought that was a really good scene for that personally. Well, I mean, because they are they are in an area where there's yeah. people are going to be speaking different languages, so it makes sense. Well, yeah, mainly American. Like like most of the kids you see there look American. Well, like, they were, what, it's... they were on a military base, so they're most of them are going to be American. Yeah, and it was like they can also leave the base and go out into Japan, so they would need Japanese speakers as well. That's true, but yeah, it, well, I was gonna say it takes place in 1966, and I like that because I I forgot this. This is basically a Halloween movie. <laughs> it takes place yep. on Halloween, and, but I love it because it's the 60s, like six, like Halloween vibes, like perfect. 
And I love that kind of vibe. So it was like, you know, they're having a Halloween party and it was like perfect. You know, everyone's dressing up as like classic, classic monsters. And <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's just a perfect vibe. You know, it reminds me of like the Halloween, you know, Halloween, the movie, you know, Michael Myers and all that it reminds mm-hmm. me of that a lot. So it's essentially after after the train incident, she gets uh, put undercover. She she looks really young, but do you find out later in the movie that she's actually like a really old vampire? Because there's like mm-hmm. an 1804 photo or something like that that she's in. Yeah, I love um, that. That was great. But so she looks really young, so she's able to pretend to be a student to find these two. And she really, she takes the Homura Akimi from Madoka Magica approach to fitting into school, which is to not fit into school and to just do what the fuck she needs she to does do. Not, she does not she care what. She doesn't even try. She does not even care what her, like, um, she doesn't care what anyone says. Even, like, her boss. She feels yeah, like she, the boss. She doesn't give a shit she about blowing like... her cover. She doesn't care. She's there to kill vampires. And yeah. it's great. Even her, like, cooperate. Even her, like, uh. The American dudes that are helping her. Yeah, she just she she feels like the boss. I mean, she's old. She's like how old? I don't think she cares. Well, she's you know? at least a hundred years old, like a hundred fifty or something like that. Because yeah, uh, what year was the photo from? I wrote it down, eighteen ninety two. So she's at least like seventy years old. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's more info we can get from the light novels and stuff. But yeah, but we're not talking about the light novels. We're talking no. about the movie. Because reading's dumb. Because reading's dumb. And I, I just, I love how painfully <laughs> obvious it is who the vampires are. Like, that, the, yeah. the blonde girl, Cheryl, like, good God, did she look terrifying, even as a human. Like, she did not look like a human. Yeah. I mean, there was kind of, like, to the point where you weren't, weren't really sure. The, I, I will say the girl that was helping her kind of surprised me. But Cheryl, the blonde girl, I knew instantly. I was like, that's one of the vampires. Yeah. But I think that was part of I think that was like part of the horror, right? It's like you don't really know who's a vampire. So when you see her attacking someone, you're like, is she right? Like she, it looks like she's attacking a civilian, you know? So well, they, I, I they had like a they, they had a B plot where they tried to make it like a bait and switch for a minute to make you think mm, that yeah the the second girl because there there were two girls that were like the prime suspects of that of being yeah. vampires in high school. And one, she Cheryl, the blonde girl, she decapitates almost immediately, which kind of yeah. set off a storyline with the nurse because the nurse witnessed that, and the nurse thinks that she killed like an innocent little girl. I mean, honestly, yeah. Um, and, and so it kind of sets that plot line off. But they, the other girl, doesn't necessarily reveal herself. Like she definitely acts shady and runs, but she doesn't necessarily reveal herself. Yeah. And they start a B plot where they find another vampire. And there's like a minute where it's like, oh my god, she might have the wrong person. But then they immediately negate that out by being like, oh my god, it's a third vampire. I was like, could you have kept the suspense for like two seconds for me? Like, I I never even thought that. That's how quick that happened. I'll be really yeah. honest. <laughs> um, I, I think it was just so obvious they were working together, right? So it didn't really cross my mind. It, but they um, could have they could have played with that a little bit more. I understand that it was they only had like forty minute runtime, but still. Yeah, I, again, they wanted to do so much more. Like I said, later in the movie, to the parts where she just like tries to grab her cross and like say something, and she's like, she almost goes like, "No, like you're like idiot, don't do that. Like it's bad for some reason, but I'm not sure why because they don't elaborate on that. So that was the one thing that's what stuck out with me the most to where I'm confused, but. I vaguely remember that from Blood Plus, but I don't know. Wait, so what part? Where she's like, 
basically the the nurse grabs her cross, grabs her necklace. Oh, and she, right, and she right, tries right. to say something, but then Saya's like, "Oh no, 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 no! Don't do that!" And I don't know why. Why is that bad? Well, I like, mean, vampires like in general mythology don't like crosses. So yeah, but but, you, but, but it almost seemed like it was a bad. But you think that'd be the good thing to do, but it almost seemed like it was a bad thing to do. That's well, why she, I was kind she's of like a vampire as well. So she probably didn't want to deal with it. Like that's maybe that I, too. Like again, it's like when you have one OVA, like. One of the what to, to for people that are listening and confused that might not have seen this, there's one line at the beginning where they say that she's an original, where it yeah. kind of differentiates her from normal vampires. So she's not a normal vampire; she's a special vampire. She so is. That, but but also, you don't find out for sure that she's a vampire until the very end of the movie. But it's pretty. The name of the movie is Blood, the Last Vampire, so I just kind of assumed the whole time that she's a vampire. But yeah. yeah she wasn't an original, I guess. The, supposedly the only original left. So she's instrumental in apparently the only one who really can kill these other vampires. I, yeah, I guess so. I know her. It's interesting because in, in the other anime, she literally has a sword. It has like a little like um almost like a line through it. And her blood like goes through the sore, and that's how she kills them. They only did the blood thing once in this, um, and that's just at one point where they're almost dead, and she like drips blood onto them, and then they kind of like die. Um, it might have been included because she did say something about like how she needed a special super rare sword, so that maybe that was their them referencing. Yeah, that. I, yeah. I, 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 one one of my favorite parts of the movie is where she. She keeps eyeing that sword. She keeps eyeing that sword in the like the shop window. She finally grabs it, uses it, and of course it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> She's like shit. <laughs> I I I love her. Um, and I, a movie I would love to watch this movie. It's a lot later in its live action, but they did a Blood: The Last Vampire. It's actually Blood plus live action movie. It's a combination of the movie and this. It's really similar to this, but it also takes some stuff from the anime as well. But I, I, it literally takes the same plot from this movie. Um, I think that if this movie was given a proper hour and a half or yes, even a little yes. bit longer, it would have been pretty good. But as it is, I just the I will say I liked the the last bits of it where it played out more like a western horror movie, where they're like there there was one part in particular that really got me. Whenever the uh, I can't remember if it was our main character or if it was a school nurse, but somebody was talking to the cops. I think it was the school nurse. School nurse. To the cops, and the vampire just comes and like grabs the cop and just like yeah, yanks yeah. them into the sky. That part legitimately well, made me jump. Like I was not expecting that. Well, well, cause there's, there's the whole part where I almost thought he was a vampire for a second, but I, cause she was like, um, like you might, you have to help me. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, it's Halloween, just the kid. You'll be fine. And they literally look, it looked like he was about to get ripped in half. I don't know if he actually did, but he looks like he was about to be ripped in half. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the last bit of this movie, like maybe the last 20 minutes, 15 minutes, feel like a like a Western horror movie. There's that like yeah. eerie sense to it and like something's creeping around the corner and a lot of like body horror type of like yeah. the genre of horror is like body horror. Because I love, because there's that warehouse they're in and it's jammed. And it's jammed. Cause they literally, you know, you have that kind of like door with the hand, like big handles. And they literally shoved the body in there. I'm like, yeah. Well, <laughs> so the, it's kind the, of like the dumbass 
cop lady shoots a, like a gas canister and starts a fucking fire. Well, there's, there's the whole part to where she's like, well, no, the gun won't kill them. This is so you can kill yourself for last resort. But then Saya like changes her mind later when she actually tries to do it. I'm like, that part was kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. That was kind of like, dark. That that was probably the darkest point. In yeah, the movie was when she was like, "No, this gun isn't for you to kill the vampires. This is for you to kill yourself." I'm like, "Shit!" But then she goes back on that. I mean, I, I guess I tried to tell 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 us that she cares about humans a little bit, but I don't know. It just seemed like they went back on that. But, I I don't know if I took it as caring. I just I assume that they can turn people into vampires like vampires could reproduce you know so yeah maybe she just didn't want her to become a vampire so she wanted to kill herself before she got caught i don't but i don't know oh uh, yeah who knows didn't but... go into how the vampires are created but they've got to be created somehow yeah i don't know again there's just so much more they wanted to do and i'm sure there's more info on this out there somewhere but they only had enough to make this um they obviously were able to turn to something another anime eventually which was nice but this this vision because I've seen I remember Blood Plus pretty well. This is very different. I, I see back. See, I wanted to watch this because back in high school, I I watched this on the Sundance Channel. They that they actually played Ghost in the Shell too. They play all the. This was back like in twenty what twenty twelve two thousand nine somewhere around there. And I I remember watching it because I watched Blood Plus on Netflix, and I was like, this is very di-, like because Saya is completely different personality wise from the other anime. And I'm back then I remember she being very like off putting. Like it wasn't what I watched. And I kinda I, I don't want to say I didn't like it, but it was definitely off putting for me. But now looking so much later, I, I watched this movie and I honestly loved it. I thought it was really, really good, personally. Um Yeah, it was again, it just it it's once you said that <clears throat> this is by the same people that did Ghost in the Shell it made a little bit more sense because Ghost in the Shell also does kind of the same thing where you're spending most of the movie catching up trying because it sits you down in this world and it acts like you know all the rules of this world. When obviously we don't because this is our first foray into it. Yeah. So it's it's just very it's very confusing because the we have these vampires that are Similar, but different in some ways to, like, established common lore vampires, like in our human world. But they're different enough that it requires a little bit of explanation, but we don't get that explanation. And so you spend a lot of the film trying to piece together the lore of this world while also keeping up with the active storyline that's happening. But it works so much better in Ghost of the Shell because they have more time to play with. So... Yeah. Like if like say if Ghost in the Shell was only the scene like the the beginning scene like where you're introduced to the major and then the scene where they're at the market and they track the guy down and they have that invisible fight in the water pond or whatever if that's all the movie was I would be disappointed in that movie because it it didn't flush out everything enough and I feel yeah. like this movie just could have used an extra even 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that, to flesh things out a little bit more. Have a few more settings, have a, maybe a couple more characters, maybe have us introduced to the vampires and see them interacting in the human world so that she knows how to spot them. Like, do they do something weird? Do they do they have, like, a weird quirk or tick that gives them away? Like, just yeah. some kind of more 
active lore building instead of retroactive lore building. Yeah, I mean, they. I, I'm glad they were able to do more with this eventually, but obviously it's fun to things that aren't very similar. I would love to do some of the other, like the anime or even the other movie. They're a lot later, but I would love to do that too. But um, I just feel like, yeah, and I, I'm I'm just glad. I wish this movie did more, but I'm glad they were able to do more in the future. That they weren't just like done with it and they left it alone. Yeah. I but. can't judge it based off the future. I have to judge it based off of this. Yeah, of now. Of two, what, movie came out in 2000? Um, yeah, I think so. 2000. Um, what came out in 2000? Pokemon the movie, 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 2000. Which will be next, the next episode right after this is Pokemon ah, the movie, 2000. I love that movie. That movie's great. It was very fun. I again, I'm recording things out of order, so I've already recorded that episode. But it's it was very wow. Fun. Can't believe you. I know, I know, I know. I'm the worst. <laughs> but yeah, I my my biggest uh, the the biggest like WTF thing that happened in this was the the school nurse. I think I just I feel like well, I understand what they were trying to do and have it like. She, the nurse is supposed to be us in the film. Like, she's our proxy in the film because she doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. She's a little bit freaked out. She's a little bit confused. She wants to help, but she doesn't know who she's supposed to help. And she's just, like, bumbling around for the entire film. But she, they give her, I feel like, a little too much screen time to the to the point to where, like, uh, I don't know the other, like, the main character as well as I know her, <laughs> I feel like. Again, it feels like it's the middle of an OVA, which it is. They literally said that they were only able to make the middle OVA. Um, they made they were going to do three. They can only make the middle one with the budget they had, and they chose to do a theatrical release with it. So, yeah. Okay, so here's... I, I know you keep saying that, but, but let me provide you with another example. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Repo the Genetic Opera? No, actually. Okay, you first of all, you need to watch that. It's Halloween is the perfect time to watch that. Um, the basic plot of that movie is it's in the future and humanity as a whole is starting to fail and people need organ transplants, but people are poor, so they do them on like with loans. And people that miss their loan payments, they send a literal like organ harvester to repossess their organs. Repo the oh. Genetic Opera is was supposed to be a trilogy but the movie is the middle part there was supposed to be a prequel and a sequel but it tells a complete story and you wouldn't know that it was supposed to be part of a bigger project that failed because unfortunately it didn't it it did very poorly you know it didn't get a wide theatrical release it didn't do well Mm. with the recording Um, yeah and so sorry something just popped up so It, it didn't do it didn't have a wide theatrical release so it didn't do well there it didn't do well with dvd and blu-ray sales and all that kind of stuff so they didn't get right. the other ones but it still told a complete story whereas this yeah. i can definitely tell that it's not complete so that's i i understand what you're saying and they did the best with well, what they could but yeah it it's the the i don't have a problem with well, the animation scares me a little bit on with some of the characters, especially that the that girl. Oh my god, I can't stand her. I love the animation. But I think it's perfect. <laughs> the animation isn't where I have a gripe with. It's the writing, and the the, well, the writing just needed to be better. 
I think, yeah, and I think the issue with the writing, I think because you're doing bilingual Japanese and English, I think that is some of the issue. Because I, I think it's the I think it's the English, honestly. I think some of the English, some of the characters didn't sound right. And I think, you know, it's a Japanese film, so I mean, obviously, they, they did good, I think, for what it is, since it's bilingual, but it still didn't sound exactly right, you know? They're obviously not native English speakers, whoever wrote this. Um, that's how I feel, at least. But, um, it's, but I'm not, I don't know, maybe I'm not expressing how I feel correctly or, or accurately, but I, it's not, it's not the, like, the writing is in, like, what they're saying is the writing is in the, like the world building that they did. Right. They, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, it, at some point before they started animating, I'm assuming that they realized that they were only going to have 40 minutes to tell a story. Maybe. I'm assuming at some point during the production at an early enough time, they probably found out that the runtime was going to be short. So they should have wrote around a 40 minute runtime. This feels like a, a traditional hour and a half long movie crammed into 40 minutes it feels like there's a shit ton of deleted scenes out there that would explain so much more of the plot but there's not like obviously but that's the, like the vibe that it gives off yeah like it's just like you know you know when you watch a movie and there's like a gaping plot hole and then you go to the dvd extras and there's a deleted scene that explains that plot hole but they <laughs> cut it for time or you know whatever reason they cut it for I feel like there's like 30 deleted scenes for this movie that would explain everything, but they just don't exist. Yeah. Which is sad, because I, re I really do like the movie. As much as it was kind of rushed and stuff, I, I still liked it a lot, honestly. I thought the horror was good. I liked the characters and everything. I liked that the Halloween setting. Yeah, yeah I liked the, it. The Halloween party was pretty cool. I liked that part. Yeah, especially because it's a classic Halloween. That's like the best but part. They could have expanded on that too. Like that could have been yeah. Better. That could have been more fleshed out too. I That's know. Just... So essentially, if if you're still following us with the plot, basically she instantly kills the one girl in the infirmary, but the other mm -hmm. girl she has to track down. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, the the freaking nurse just keeps getting involved in the even when she like runs off on her own she still ends up back involved in the plot and it's just i i will never get over that freaking nurse i just feel like she's a vampire she magnet dream time uh, yeah she, i don't know she's... Uh, oh no you're good i was gonna say the the other vampire the third vampire was like were they like implying that it was a prostitute or something? Like I think I think so. Uh, yeah, them them definitely. Yeah, because the, when they're outside, at that one point they're all. First off, I thought that one girl got killed. Yeah, they definitely were implying that that one girl girl got killed, and they did not care. I you know. Um, it's when it's that part where you you see all you see all the I guess prostitutes standing outside that one place. And this girl gets killed, like it's like a murder, and you see like the police car come. Remember that part? Uh, yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that it's that part, and they're started talking about her, and they don't give a shit. I'm like, wow. It's <laughs> just some girl who's dead. It's not a big deal. Well, I mean, they like knew her too, so that's why I was like, okay. But yeah, it definitely seemed like they were for sure. Like they were kind of like at a bar, like you know, prostitute type yeah. thing. 
like this it's just it's hard because this was such a short movie yeah it was it, was, it felt like a, a an it just it it really did feel like an OVA episode. Like I like we keep saying that over and over again, but that's just the vibe of it. It had that yeah. late nineties, early two thousands OVA. The animation was very nice. It it, mm-hmm. it does have that ghost in the shell um type of I don't know what you would call it, but if you people who've seen Ghost in the Shell know what I'm talking about with that animation style. It's just very strange. But Um, It doesn't look bad. It works really well for the movie. It works really well for the time period. I would say probably the animation style works better for the time, this like 60s time period than it does for the futuristic one from Ghost in the Shell. Yes. As far as the animation goes, because the, the, I feel like it's so hard to encapsulate, especially with like 90s animation to encapsulate futuristic stuff. So this being set in the past made it more believable for some reason <laughs> I, I can't explain why but it just, uh, it, in my head it made the animation style fit more being in an older time period yeah i, I kind of see it definitely i think I, I saw a lot more when you see like the students and stuff the animation uh, the style for them looked way like 60s which is a point but it's like it really looked like i guess for the all like the american people it really like looked like the probably with their hairstyles and stuff it it had a it really did have an american feel to it like i wonder yeah i wonder if they like got inspiration from u.s horror movies and stuff like that i it, think it really it had that vibe yes it says i'm reading something right now when directed film he got inspiration it said he read dracula he even watched buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah there's his, there's inspiration right there I can yeah. see a little bit of the Buffy inspiration, especially with the the vampires' real forms, because uh, the vampires can look like that sometimes in Buffy. I have a confession: I've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I it's, don't know anything about it. Buffy is really good until season like five or so. Whenever Angel right. got his <laughs> own show, then oh, it went yeah. downhill. Number one, because Angel, David Bonaris, yeah, 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 yeah. he is a fantastic actor. I, I love him. So that it was sad yeah. for him not to be there. But also, they started doing something. Um, I, I guess maybe they pioneered it, because I don't think Law & Order was around back then. It might have been. Um, or at least not to the scale it is now. I'm No, Law & Order was around back then. I don't know. But it had those Law & Order-style crossovers, where you ah. watch part one with Law & Order... Uh, regular, and then part two is Law and Order SVU, and then part three Weird. is Law and Order Criminal Intent. And Ew. if you only watch the one series, you never get the conclusion to the story, or maybe you'll only get the second half, and it'll be really confusing. And yeah. Buffy did that a lot after the Angel spinoff, and I just got tired of it because I, I didn't want to watch two shows concurrently because this is <laughs> years after it's been canceled on Netflix that I'm watching it. So I just want to binge watch this show, but it made it so hard because you had to also be keeping up that, with what was going on with the other show. I know we're going off a tangent, but this reminds me of all the um this reminds me of all the uh we call it the the DC like um what was that? What's that channel called? The CW. All those shows. Yeah. The point of that so you didn't have to read the comics. But now it feels just as convoluted as the comics. Because you have to watch all these shows, and then you, in this order, it, it's literally like what you said with the Buffy thing. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not why I, I want to watch. This is so confusing. <laughs> I don't like yeah, this I anymore. Mean, I think that the only show that's done that successfully is probably Riverdale. And that's just because the shows never I... did like a concurrent crossover. Um, yeah, I still need Riverdale to finish that. And Sabrina and mm-hmm. the other one that only lasted one season on HBO Max. I well, the name did you ever it. finish that show? Uh, no, I'm still catching up on it. So yeah, I haven't either. But all I know is that Sabrina was in a very later episode, so I see how she's still like a popular character. So it it, it yeah, doesn't cross it, over like that, but it's like you know. But the, the Sabrina crossover, basically, all you have to know is who Sabrina is. You don't have to know yeah, yeah, exactly about the story for it. It's not like you have to be wa- you have to watch Sabrina to get the plot for it. It's contained uh-huh. within Riverdale. Whereas a lot of the Law and Order crossovers and Chicago, the Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, they do that a lot. Oh yeah, that's the reason why I don't watch a lot of dramas and you, excuse me, United States drama shows because yeah. they're too convoluted. Just like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like I don't give a crap I... about Ant Man, but I have to watch Ant Man if I want to understand, you know, this other movie. Or say, I've seen every Marvel movie because I've seen every Marvel movie. I just keep watching them. I've, yeah, I haven't they... seen any. I haven't seen any of the shows, though. I haven't seen any of the shows, though, so they're losing me quick, so... (laughs) Yeah, Marvel is even more convoluted, because now you gotta watch, like, WandaVision Uh, and all of that nonsense. You really really do have to watch that. Apparently, the Loki TV show set up the new Avengers movie, and I'm just like, how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna... How how are you gonna make a streaming show, like, crucial watching for a They did. They did it for Doctor Strange. You have to watch WandaVision, or you won't get it. (laughs) <laughs> which That's... is dumb because it's not a Wanda it's a Wanda movie but it shouldn't be it's Doctor Strange <laughs> That's very, and it's sad because it's also a sequel to the first Doctor Strange movie so if you enjoyed the first Doctor Strange movie but you didn't watch WandaVision you're still going to be confused and it's or, if like, you didn't watch, you or if you didn't be... watch Infinity War or you didn't watch any other shit you should be able to watch a movie sequel without watching like 14 other tangential movies. And I know that we're way off topic, but it just, I feel very strongly about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I, I have very strong opinions. I understand. About it. I know we're going so off topic, but it reminds me of like Star Trek is different, right? I feel like those things are so separate from each other, and you can watch those shows in order too. Like, I know that like Deep Space Nine can be connected to like Next Generation because some characters moved over, but it doesn't feel like those where it's like, oh, I have to watch all of these and I have to watch these in order. Like, at some point with the DC ones, the TV shows, I felt like, oh, I have to watch this episode, and that episode, and then this episode. It's how, I, it's how I read comics, and it was very tiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'll read three issues of Batman, and I'll read three issues of Batman Robin. Then I'll read three issues of, you know, The Dark Knight. Then I'll read three issues of Batman Detective Comics. And then Robin died, and, I, and he didn't die in any of the comics. Robin didn't even die in his own, in his own comic. And that's when I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. Because <laughs> they, they, if you're in it, or if you get into it at the beginning, it's pretty easy because they, they don't release yeah. a ton of, like, it's not, I mean, it is a lot of content, but it's like regular intervals of content. It's not like they dump yeah. four movies at the same time or four TV shows at the same time yeah. or whatever. Know, but it's, it's just... still, if, if you even like let up on the fandom for like a couple months then you're gonna be lost so it's it's not for me i know i I was starting from the beginning and i was reading all the batman stuff but the fact that a really important character dies he doesn't he dies he doesn't even die in the comic that has his name in it 
And I was already reading four Batman comics. And I was like, oh, no, you missed that other one. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with comics. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that stuff just irritates me. You know, you think you're being caught up with everything, which is already a lot. And they're like, well, no, you forgot about the other, other, other thing. <laughs> I, you know? I, yeah, it's, then, I know we're way off the topic. The spectrum, you have Blood of the Last Vampire where you learn nothing. and there's We're back. <laughs> We're there's back. no, there's no additional <laughs> materials to consume unless you live in Japan. Because we didn't, I don't think we got the books over here, did we? No, Novel. we didn't get the games either. There's tons of PS2 games in Japan I really wanted. They, they had like a Garo one. Um, they had like a yeah, the I remember the Garo one, the Double O Gundam one, and there's also um, Blood Last Vampire games. I remember, back in high school, I was looking at YouTube. And I was like, oh, I wish I could play all these games. These games look amazing. There was um, a point in my life where I was very, very close to buying a Japanese Sega Saturn. Yeah. Oh. So, so that I could play a bunch of those old anime games like that. But it, yeah, I know. Like the, the console itself is expensive and then the games are expensive too. And I just, I yeah, I knew someone who had a Sega Dream. They had a Japanese Dreamcast where they could just play God, uh, the Godzilla game. I wanted the Slayers games. Mm. The Slayer, or Slayers Royal 1 and 2. Because that is the only instance, and we're getting off topic again, but I need to say this. It's the only <laughs> instance where Naga and Amelia meet face-to-face, -face and they're supposedly Naga is the long-lost princess of Saloon, that's Amelia's sister, but they they never meet on screen. And when they meet on the—, the when they or no, wait, they don't meet in that game. Uh, let me back up. <laughs> they meet in they meet in Slayer's Premium, but she's wearing a mask, so she doesn't recognize her. In Slayer's Royal, the reason why, or one of the many reasons why people think that Naga is Amelia's sister, is because it's one of the only pieces of media where they both appear in the same thing. Like both Amelia and Naga appear in the game, but uh. right before Amelia joins the party, Naga gets blasted off Team Rocket style into the sky. And then Amelia walks in immediately after. So they, they don't actually come face to face in that one. That's what it is. And it, everybody was like obsessed with it. Like, oh my God, you know, are they, is that, are they trying to like hint towards the being sisters or whatever, you know? I like how we went completely off topic. You somehow brought it back and then now we're off topic again. <laughs> because there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> so I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It was short. And it was filled with a lot of mood setting stuff. Like as I'm, far as yeah. if you if you cut out like there like the beginning of the movie, there's a really long sequence where she's on the train and it's just kind of like setting the mood that it's like creepy and there's something eerily off with the guy that's in the car with her, but you don't know what what it is yet and it's just, it's a lot of mood setting. So it's it's hard to talk about and the fact that they spend so much time on setting the mood. And the actual content is just so like sparse. It just doesn't give us a ton to talk about, unfortunately. Like no. it was, it was an okay movie. I, 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 I said that I didn't enjoy myself, which isn't completely the truth. Like I did, I, I, I enjoyed pieces of it. I just was hoping that it would be a lot better than it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't as long as I remember, but it's better than what I remembered, um, for sure. But I, I liked it a lot. I think I compared it too much to the other stuff that was out there, the other anime and stuff at the time when I watched it originally. But watching it again, I thought it was great. I thought it was it's a perfect Halloween movie. I, I kind of liked that it wasn't that long, you know? 
It wasn't that long. Kept my attention. You know, I liked it. If I took this job less seriously than I do, like I take, just so you guys know, I take my podcast incredibly seriously. Like I take myself super seriously in here. Um, but if I took myself less seriously, I probably would have watched Vampire Hunter D and then started talking about the plot just to confuse you. <laughs> because wow. I did, I did legitimately get them confused for a lot. I even on the schedule for for this for a while it said Vampire Hunter D and I changed it once I realized that I put that on there wrong. I can I be real with you. I legit thought you were doing that with someone else. <laughs> it had your name. It said Rika. I don't know. You kept talking about it. I never looked at the schedule till recently. You kept talking about, <laughs> and I assumed you were doing it with someone else. <laughs> No, I legitimately get these two confused because I've never seen either one of them. They both have to do about vampires and they both have uh, like the initial movie. So in this case, it would be the OVA or the, the movie. And in that case, it would be Blood, the Last Vampire, the first film. Like they, the, they're both of them are very cult classics and have a lot of fans, but aren't substantial on their own but have a lot of like extra stuff like there's a ton of novels for blood or for um for vampire hunter d like those you're already mixing it up again i know i know <laughs> but, but like there's light novels and full-on novels and i think there was even a dark horse comic about it that got released and yeah i'm literally looking at that yep so it, it also had a lot of cult following so i just get them confused because i've never seen either one of them but at least at least now Wait. I know what Blood the Last Vampire is all about, and it's all about nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, we should totally do. Uh, we should do Vampire Hunter D. I would like that. It looks good. It it really gives me Helsing vibes, and I I super enjoyed Helsing. How many of these are there? Is there two movies? I'm not sure. <laughs> as as you could probably tell, I don't know a whole lot about it, and I was getting it confused with this. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like this. I just i I want to know more about this world, but I also don't really want to watch the TV series. So I might see if I can read translations of the books. Yeah. Well, the something. the TV show is just like they're both named Saya, but they're not the same person. You know, they they look kind of similar, but the main character is not the same person inside. Not really. So it's just, it, it's very different. You know what I mean? There's a lot more, yeah. but of course there's a lot more character. There's a lot more characters in, in the show. But it's just like, I don't know. It reminds me of like when you have the same property, but you're told like a very different story. Um, I'm trying to think of something that did that. I can't remember. There's a show. Like it, it's not coming to my mind. Oh yeah, it's like um, kind of like Digimon. How you had the Digimon reboot. It's like it's the same cast, but they're just telling a different story. It kind right. of feels like that, but even more different. Um, Basically, any kind of reboot type of situation, really. Yeah, it's yeah, but uh, but yeah. Uh, do we have anything more to really say? <laughs> um, not really. Like surprisingly, no. I thought I thought we would have more to talk about on this. I but did. Just... I did too, but it's just it wasn't long and. And maybe there's some smaller details, but I just don't remember them, honestly. I mean, I liked it, but I said that a lot, I know, but I did, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it, it was it was just a little too short. And it, yeah. it, it, there wasn't, 
it just it, there wasn't like a super memorable cast. There wasn't anything incredibly yeah. memorable. But like, I to me, I, the most memorable plot part of it was what I talked about at the beginning, where they set up for like, oh, did she accidentally kill a human, and then it not go anywhere? Like, why did they? Why did that guy make such a big stink about that? person not transforming back into the vampire and it not go anywhere i think it seemed like he was kind of new to that's the vibe i got though he's kind of new to the job he doesn't completely understand like if you saw someone kill someone like well they're a vampire but they look human when you think they're just crazy (laughs) like i assume that he's had training for this i would hope i don't know i really don't know it's super secret stuff so you know but yeah. One of my notes literally just says vamp girls, how awesome they slay. I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote <laughs> this. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I was gonna say we we have another friend, Diamonds. I think you're just I've been saying slay a lot too because of them. <laughs> Diamonds has very much um corrupted my speech with the word slay. <laughs> Me too. Uh Definitely. <laughs> Do you have anything else in your notes besides vamp? Well, wait, what did your notes say again? It said, oh god, where did it go? Uh, vamp girls, how's, how cool they slay, or something like that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing sense. <laughs> how does this, so yeah, I guess, so this movie, I'll wrap it up a little bit. This movie ends with, um, yeah, basically she kills that, what, the one plane's kind of, like, flying over, and they're doing that kind of, like, chase with the van, and the vampire's also there, and I guess she just, like, kills him and then pours her blood on them, and they die. Yeah, that was another thing that, without the context that you gave yeah. me, I didn't really understand what was going on there, like, so the, yeah. this vampire, she, like, cuts it in half, sort of, and it's, like, flailing on the ground, and the reason why this is confusing is because earlier in the movie, when she she's talking to the nurse, she says the only way to kill a vampire is to make it lose enough blood at one time. So they've established that the basically you have to like chop their head off or chop them in half, like make them lose too much blood in a single blow, and they'll die. But apparently, so that's why her feeding her the blood at the end was so confusing because it's like, why did we do that? Like, but. You're telling me that in the series, her blood's what kills them. I don't, it it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, they again, they didn't have time to explain. That's really all it came down well, to. It, that part is not even, like, time to explain. They She literally said the only way to kill a vampire is if they lose enough blood with one blow. Yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, again, I, who knows? Um, but then, I guess, yeah, but then after that, what happened after that? The one lady kind—I of, would say—the one lady kind of survived, right? And then yeah, she, she sees the photo, and they like debrief her a little bit, I believe, and then it's over. Yeah, because she meets with the police, and she's trying to tell the police what happened, and the police don't believe her. But then, weirdly, one of the policemen's like, "Oh, did she look like this?" and pulls out a photo from 1892. So, like, they must have believed her, but didn't want her to think they believed. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that whole there's part so was like, this, there's so much yeah. in the movie that makes no sense. Yeah, for sure. That that whole kind of ending was a little confusing. 
Yeah, I like the the whole the whole final fight scene was really weird. Like you said, with the like plane, and they were so like a helicopter or plane or something that she like. I guess she's trying to escape and get away from them, and like I guess flying away would be the best part because they sort of. There, there was a, a scene where they specifically show a plane landing at the base, so I think that was like foreshadowing that that she was going to try and take off on the plane. But they like start driving after the plane, which seems weird, but somehow it works because they get her off the plane and kill her, and then feed her blood. And it seems very American. Yeah, it's it's very action movie. It reminds yeah. me like this is the kind of thing that I think that a young me would have really liked because back in the day. When it, or back in the day, when I was a kid and I was watching anime, <laughs> I much preferred like I, I didn't like it when they sat around and talked. I didn't I didn't care why there were vampires there. I didn't care how you kill the vampire. I didn't I didn't care you know about the implications of them being in the real world. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to see the fight where yeah. they cut things down and murder them. So as a kid, I probably would have loved this movie, but <laughs> there's just too many plot holes in it now for me as an adult. Yeah, I I guess so. For me, I enjoyed it. Like I said, like it, I remember it being really off-putting because it was uh, related to other media I was watching. But nowadays, I liked it. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I guess thought it was pretty neat. Neither. So the usually the usual wrap-up section for this is if we find it to be nostalgic or not, or or not not that, but if if it's good or if it's just nostalgic, I guess. But I, I never really watched this before, so I guess you're yeah, the one that it's the only, question. and that's why I've been kind of saying it's the only. This is the only thing, like the original podcast, like Criteria. This is the only movie that fits it for me. Like nothing else really works, except for some of the Pokemon movies and stuff, but or Digimon. But this is the only one that really fit with it, with like the right year and like you know, I one thing I I watched this like back in high school, so obviously it was a lot. It was like what, like nine or twelve years after it released, but that's when I first saw it. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't remember too much about it. Like I said, I just remember the movie being different than kind of what I was expecting watching other things. Um, and that's all I really remember, honestly. Um, and then watching it now, I liked it. I think I liked it. It was shorter than I thought it would be. That's the, that's the one thing that kind of uh, put me. It was way shorter than I thought it would be. But I honestly did like it a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I that's don't... how we feel. <laughs> too short. Yeah. Way too short. One thing that you said, though, really stuck with me, and it's something that we I used to mention on the show a ton, but as we've kind of gone on in episodes and moved along, uh, I haven't brought it up as much, but anime coming over to the United States was done in such a haphazard way in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, now when a show airs, like, within an hour, we have it subtitled on, like, Crunchyroll or High Dive or, or something yeah. over here in the U.S. Uh, Netflix, whatever the case may be, we, we've got it almost instantly in most cases for most anime. Some some falls to the wayside. But back then, there could be a time lapse of years, and even if there was a—even if the it's been out for a while, the widespread— like phenomenon didn't come until much later and so it could have released in 1999 or 2000 but it never showed up in the clearance bin at best buy until 2005 or you know well, your rental place never got it until like 2002 when it came out in like 95 i mean 
It's possible. So, like, so the first time I saw it was on Sundance Channel, like in 2012. So it's possible I, you know, it wasn't really released till then. And that was kind of like a very like it was like an indie film channel, you know. It wasn't like well, your I, normal. I remember channel. It from I remember hearing about it before then, so I'm sure that it came out over here before then. Okay, yeah, I guess so. I again, I wasn't. I was way more sheltered than you were, so I like I didn't have like all that anime on VHS or anything. I had like Power Rangers and Pokemon, but you know, anything else they wouldn't let me have. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was a different time for anime for sure. Like there was, it it was it was people like stuff was being released from all different times too. It's not like now where a show comes out and it's something brand new. Like they they were like. Even in the 2000s, they were digging into the 80s catalog and pulling out random shows to bring over here and put on VHS and DVD and shit. So, yeah, if you when you watched it isn't as important, like you don't need to have watched it on day one, I guess. is what I'm Yeah. I mean, they do that nowadays, too, because like with um, I always say their name wrong, so don't at me for this. But Dystoic. Discotech. Um, Why do you discotech. have to start? Why I do you have such a hard time saying that? I don't know. Disco. I'm gonna come for you on that. Like, <laughs> forget, forget. People listen to this. I'm coming for you because I've corrected you on that so many times. You better keep that in. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, but no, it's just. I mean, they re-release stuff all the time. I think there's that too. You know, I get it. Back then, it was like the first time we ever got it. But I feel like even with them. Like, oh, it was like, I guess it wouldn't be the first time we're getting Digimon Adventure in Japanese. But still, it's like, oh, cool. That's like, a, you know, I feel like nowadays we still get stuff, too, that, like, we never yeah, got. Like they, the Discotech, I cannot praise them enough. Please sponsor me if you're listening. But they <laughs> they literally put in the hard work to yeah. get stuff done for fans over here. Like, they have very niche titles, and they take it very seriously. And I really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have Black Rock Shooter, and they love it. I want them to do the OVA for that too, though. I would love that. But essentially, I feel about the same way you do. Um, I have a little bit more negative reaction to it just because I don't have that core memory of watching yeah, it originally. I guess so. Yeah. So I was I was a little bit more disappointed that it, and it's not that I want them to like hand me the plot on a silver platter and give me a fork and knife so I can just yep, yep, yep it up. But like, that sounds like exactly I, what you want, <laughs> but, but I want them to explain something. Like I want them to, yeah, to give me something. Like I want to go away from this feeling. Like I know the world that they live in and I, I just didn't. Yeah. At least better than this. Like I, I almost felt the way that I almost felt like I knew the world. And then they showed us that damn 1892 photo. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, because uh, there that, for a little bit, I was starting to think maybe she's not a vampire, and the name, like the name of the show, is like misleading. But uh, no, like she actually is. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew that she was, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel meh-ish about it. Neutral. It was neutral. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it. I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> I might watch it again. I definitely want to watch the live action movie now, though, and the other okay. things too. Yeah, and it's yes. way la- it's way later though, but I still would love to watch that. That that movie, it's like like I said, it's a hybrid of this movie and the actual anime. It's just very interesting. Well, 
since this is a double feature, our runtime was already planned to be a little bit short, but I mean, I feel like we've kind of said all we need to say about yeah. The Last Vampire. <laughs> Definitely. So, would you like to let everybody know where they can find you if they want to follow you on social media or anything like that? You can find me, Rika as the QZ, literally anywhere. And if you can't literally. find me, then I don't have it. So, if I go to Christian Mingle, will I find you? <laughs> Christian Mingle? I'll have it. I said, what about farmersonly.com? No, I told I'm you, set if you he, a profile on if farmers he, only. No, <laughs> please don't. Well, no, maybe a hot farmer girl. I could do it. <laughs> Get you some overalls and a plaid shirt. Hey, nothing yeah, wrong with plaid. I'm a lesbian. We'll we'll, we'll get you uh, one of those little hay, uh, hay pitchforks things. Uh, okay, that's going a little too far. <laughs> no, you gotta commit. You gotta commit to the whole thing. Well, I gotta get the cowboy hat and cowboy boots too. Yeah, but those are only for when for when you're trying to be fancy. <laughs> that's uh, that's when you go out to the honky tonk, you know, with your with your date. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, anyway, be- before we go off into another universe, uh, you can find me on social media, mostly just Twitter, but sort of Instagram too, at Common Rider Furry. I go on a bunch of inane ramblings in um, in Twitter and just talk about random stuff. Usually, uh, beefy men ends up being the topic a lot. What? Um, I know, it's crazy. You can also find me, like I said, on Instagram as well. That's where I post my collectible stuff. I've been buying a lot of Monster High dolls and Rainbow High dolls, and I also have a lot of anime figures and stuff like that that I've been taking some fun photography of, both on my story and just on my regular Instagram feed that you guys can all check out. And you can also follow the podcast on both of those places, um, at Ancient Anime Pod on both as well. And you can email me if you have any ideas or want to be involved in the show uh, at our email, which is ancientanimepod at gmail.com. This has been fun. I hope that you stick around for part two, um, which will be, you'll have to manually go click on it after this because they're wow. going to be technically two separate episodes because I didn't want to have to edit a monster episode. But thank you so much for joining us. If you don't tune in for the next half, you're a fake fan, but I will accept wow. you back next week. Wow. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Bye. Happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween.